Welcome back to Networks Tech Talk, a Samsung podcast. I'm your host, Kaylee Pickens, and we've got a great conversation for you today. The digital divide refers to the gap between those who have access to high-speed internet and those who don't. High-speed internet in rural areas lags far behind urban and suburban areas, often due to the low population density and the cost to bring coverage to -to hard-to-reach areas. But with the help of government assistance and the introduction of new technologies, broadband coverage and capacity in rural areas is starting to rise. Samsung is working to help bridge the digital divide. One key example of this is Samsung's partnership with T3 Broadband, aimed at helping rural operators expand their networks and bring broadband access to remote areas of the United States. With me today is Chris Crow, the CEO of T3 Broadband. He's here to help us understand how customers in rural areas will benefit from our joint offering. Welcome, Chris. Great to be here, Kaylee. Chris, can you tell us a little bit about T3 Broadband? T3 Broadband has a 20-year history of supporting rural providers and utilities, bringing broadband to their communities. Rural is really at our core and our passion. You know, we're a solution provider that has a focus on government programs, engineering services, and an extensive portfolio of solutions, such as Samsung, to enable operators and utilities to implement their networks. Now, we're hearing a lot about the digital divide. Can you tell us about your view on what that is and how you're helping to bridge the gap? Sure. The digital divide is particularly tough on remote populations. There's tens of millions of homes that are unserved or underserved. Families, communities, education, business, each are impacted by these gaps. So broadband has become a critical utility in so many aspects. You know, I was out in the market uh, doing a survey and, and working on a deployment with a customer. And a homeowner came up to me and asked what we were doing out there. And I mentioned we were bringing broadband to their area. And she started crying and came up and gave me a hug and said, thank you. We were about to have to move because we were not able to sustain our lifestyle without broadband. You know, So many of these uh, jobs are affected by broadband and needing connections. Another homeowner that we ran into was a retiree and wanted to stay active and found a job that required broadband. And since we had built that market, she was able to stay and take the job and she previously was not going to be able to. So bridging this gap allows for higher paying jobs to stay in rural areas and help the economic development of these communities. People win, operators win, and the community wins. To close this gap, we are working with rural operators to find the best economic solution to meet their needs end-to-end and help close these gaps. Wow, it sounds like connectivity is really essential for the rural community. What are some of the challenges you face in delivering broadband to those rural communities? Sure, funding is one of the largest challenges that they face. Many of these networks need subsidies to operate due to the operating environment of a rural community. It's just not as dense, uh, so the revenue doesn't support it. So outside of the towns, these areas can be very, very rural, low density. So how do you deliver broadband economically? That's where our portfolio really helps uh, solve these problems. Spectrum is difficult to obtain unless you're a big provider. So many of these operators leverage free spectrum, such as 5 gigahertz and CBRS, which is not regulated and can be quite crowded, but is there for them. Delivering broadband connectivity to hard to reach areas, you know, there are many areas that are challenged by terrain and extreme remoteness 
or have access to power. I was in Nebraska and there was no power out in some of these rural areas, but they had natural gas lines to provide power. You had to put a generator on site that used natural gas. So can you tell us a little bit about your perspective on fixed wireless access and CBRS spectrum and how you're leveraging both of those things to bring broadband to rural areas? Sure. Fixed wireless, we're a big believer in fixed wireless. That is our DNA. That is our history. And it is an excellent solution uh, that we have engineered and delivered for over 20 years. So with the continual advancements in wireless technologies, the spectrum availability, the speeds are increasing, and the historical hurdles with wireless are minimized. CBRS allows you to leverage an access spectrum that does not cost a significant amount. For mobile spectrum, the cost is a big hurdle for a lot of these operators. But for fixed wireless access, CBRS is an enabler that would allow them to uh, operate otherwise. So the other thing about CBRS is the ecosystem of support that is out there from devices to many of the platforms. The 3GPP ecosystem is very mature and extensive. Now, switching gears just a little bit, but can you tell us why you chose to work with Samsung? There's a lot of reasons why we chose Samsung. Uh, Their CBRS portfolio is very, very broad and uh, very robust. Their massive MIMO portfolio is definitely one of the best in the business. And considering our fixed wireless background, it filled a portfolio gap that we had to deliver broadband. It works as intended. It has a lot of bandwidth and has a lot of capacity. It's simply much better, particularly at the cell edge. So it's a very advanced solution, solves a lot of the problems that the operators will will take. Plus, the mobility and the global experience of uh, the portfolio is very helpful for us. So Samsung brings us the tools that we need to cover all things wireless from mobile to fixed. That's great. Now, how would you describe the scope of your collaboration with Samsung? So I really see T3 as an extension of Samsung and vice versa. We continue to work on packages that fit our market and the best approach towards our market. It's very collaborative. We work very much hand-in-hand. We're working on different roadmaps. We're working on different solutions to help our customer base, particularly the the rural customer base, which has a particular set of needs. Uh, Priority is getting broadband to everybody. So we've already got our first win with Mercury. Wow, it's great to hear about your first customer win with Mercury. Can you tell us a little bit more about that win? Sure. First, I'd like to congratulate Garrett and Blake from Mercury on their success that they have generated over the last many years. They started their commitment into the space in 2007 and continued to grow, not just their footprint, but their service capabilities to their customer base. So for this award, it just started at the end of last year, and we've already delivered our first uh, delivery of sites. We'll roll out hundreds of sites over the next three years and beyond. And we did a trial for them last year and more than doubled the average speed across their entire footprint when we did the trial. We have an increase in spectral efficiency. And due to all of this and the cell edge performance, they need fewer sites to deploy to achieve the same results that they were going after. So uh, fewer sites means less to maintain for them. 
Sounds like it's a great first win. Now, what is the long-term vision for your partnership with Samsung? I want to continue down the path that we have now, where we work on all aspects of the business jointly. We go to market, the strategy, the requirement gathering feedback loop, and ultimately filling and exceeding the needs of our customer base. It's a very deep engagement from both sides. The lines are truly blurred, ultimately getting more customer wins and having more customer success stories. Chris, thank you so much. Everyone should have access to stable, high-speed internet service, no matter their location. It's exciting to hear how CBRS, Massive MIMO, and fixed wireless access expertise from Samsung in conjunction with T3 Broadband is really helping to bridge the digital divide for consumers across the Midwest and showing the way for other rural areas across the country. Thanks for having me. And to our audience, thank you for participating in today's podcast. We look forward to seeing you next time on Networks Tech Talk.